In your Bible to Galatians chapter 6, I'm Michael Billings, and we're in River Church, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and we're ministering tonight, again, on talk yourself into the life you love. No one's surprised here, hallelujah, there'll be more surprised when we get off of it, but talk yourself into the life you love, and this is uh, actually number 10. Are y'all catching on? Is it, <laughs> how long do we need to go with this? I, I can go until Christmas, so... Uh, uh, as you know, let me just, sometimes we sum up things. It is against the kingdom law to have someone own you that does not own you. Someone to be over you that does not own you. Would you all agree with that? We ca the Bible calls it a usurper, and it's all over the world right now. People taking authority over people that they do not own. And uh, we're not even our own owners. It's not like, well, I'm the boss of me. Well, that'd be good, except we're born again and we're bought with a price. We are not our own. So I'm not even the boss of me. I can play that song, but it never plays very well. And so the world is controlled by so many things. We know the devil, the flesh, sin, the curse, uh, unregenerated people that's in the world, all those people control other people and act like they're their owners. And, uh, but here's what we, we concentrate on. And I'm, my whole thing that how I'm, everybody's wired different, but I'm wired for the big picture. I'm always wanting to say the reason we're doing this is because of that. And if you know this, but you don't know why we're in this and why we're pointing to that, then you, will not have, you, you won't be able to stand there when a situation comes up and know how it works. You might have known how somebody else worked it, but it might not work for you. So uh, our potential, my potential, your potential, is limited. My potential is limited. Your potential is limited by, number one, what the Word of God says that we are, we have, and we can do. You can't go beyond that. But then there's another limiter even on that. It's what he has said about you and me that I believe. Just because he says I'm rich doesn't mean anything if I don't agree with it. So I've got to know that he's made me rich, met all my needs, supplied me, funded me, and then I have to believe what he said. And that's, that's what we're doing. We're painting this house every week with a different color of something along that. So I am, you are the prophet of your life. Let's say it together. I am the prophet of my life. You don't need somebody to come by and tell you your future. Now it helps. We, that gift of the Spirit steers and, and points and says, you know, a lot of times I go in the grocery store and I say, where are the marshmallows or something? And they'll point over there. They'll, they'll start to take me over there. I said, no, just point. I just need to know if it's on this side or that side. And so that's what we do every service is we point. When you read your word, the Lord's pointing you specifically in your situation, your dream, your plan, the plan God has for you. He's pointing and saying, pay attention to this and pay no attention to that. So we're majoring on majors. We like what God likes. And we don't do anything else. We don't care what, if God doesn't care for it, we don't care for it. Uh, I had two motorcycles, and I, 
call me false or heretic or whatever. But in that day, God liked motorcycles for me. <laughs> now, you may think I just was lusting after one, but I was real careful not to. But it was the desire of my heart for that season. And so you're that way, too. There's things that God wants you to have. The Word says in Deuteronomy that He wants to put, uh, put you in goodly houses and that He wants to furnish us with all manner of things. So it, it, God's not against what you want. Matter of fact, if you'll read, if you'll meditate, He puts those desires in us. And part of it is for us to be a marker or a demonstrator to other people that our God is good. It is the goodness of God that's caused us to change. If you're changed, it's because of his goodness, not because he leaned on you and says, if you do that again, I'm going to bust your jaw. None of us are moved by that. Matter of fact, people that believe that, they stiffen up to take a lick. But uh, that's not him. So uh, I'm the prophet of my life. You're the prophet of your life for good or for settled. Was there a day in your life that you settled for less than now that's good? I did. I settled. I said, good enough. You know, it's not like it used to be, so that's good enough. It's better. So, a believer should talk. I should talk. You should talk my, yourself into the life you love. If words are important, and they are, because they are the expression of believing, believing words, believing words, not just empty words, believing words tell about the life you're going to live. And so I'm talking about the good life I want to live. I'm telling the Lord, by His stripes, I'm healed. I'm telling the Lord, I am funded. I am funded, period. I am supplied, period. We're not having any more of this Mickey Mouse stuff where you said it was so, and I didn't believe it was so, and I did without. He never did do without. (laughs) It was me that did without. So in Galatians chapter 6, let's look in verse 7. Hallelujah. We're talking ourselves, I hope you are, into the life you love. I hope you're not case sirrah, sirrah. What will be, will be. Well, God's got a plan, you know. We don't know it. We don't understand it. We just have to buck up and take it. It's just not true. He's got a good plan. It says in, uh, in verse 7 and 9, uh, yeah, 7, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Okay. Boy, that's a pretty good title right there. That, that sets whatever follows that to mean pretty stern, pretty un, ungiving, that what's following that is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. What is that truth? Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. <clears throat> now, that's all good. That's exciting. Like, wow, well, yeah, I'm going to sow and I'm going to get. But then you have to look at your life up to now and say, Hmm, that surely that wasn't me so in this life. Surely I didn't say those things that made me have this life. Yes, we did. Would you all say God is not mocked? We would say it. We'd say God is not mocked. His laws work. The sun cannot come up tomorrow if any of his principles, his laws, his word fails. It cannot. Everything, everything stops. If anything hesitates or draws back at all, it's that firm. And so in verse 9 it says, Therefore, let us not be weary in well-doing. For, I love that word for. It tells us why we should not be weary in well-doing. 
For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. So here's what it says. If God's word is inside us, if God's word is inside us, it will prevail if we will let the word finish the work. If God's word is inside of us, whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. And uh, uh, we, for in due season we shall reap. Let's say it in first person. I shall reap. Now that's emphatic. That's not negotiable. Well, if it rains or if the weeds don't get it or if the rocks aren't too bad, it says we shall reap if we sow. If we sow, we shall reap. So time is a factor there, but if we will be steady and let the Word do the work, we shall reap. The Word will finish. The Word will do it if we will let the Word finish. So in Matthew 21, 21, let's turn there for a moment. I love Wednesday nights. We're not formal on Sunday morning, but Wednesday nights... We can, just, we can just talk it out. Verse 21 says that Jesus answered, said to them, Verily, truly I say unto you, if ye have faith and doubt not, ye shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also, but also. Wow, there's more. You shall do what was done to the fig tree, but also if ye shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. Now, that's bigger than we can get our head around. Yeah. Sometimes we can, be, we can get our head around, uh, uh, be kind to one another, or do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. We can get that. That's pretty ambivalent. That's pretty negotiable, what that means and how it plays. But this isn't. He said the mountain's got to go. And if you, put the, if you uh, speak to it. So back to what we've been teaching, words create images. We talked about, you know, if you, hear, if you hear someone say dog, well, then you picture a dog, and it'll be different all over the room. And then someone says a, a black dog, and well, then all of a sudden, a bunch of stuff falls out of that filter, and we're all thinking about our favorite or a noteworthy black dog. And then we say female, or we say has puppies. All of a sudden, we all shift to an image inside of us that's completely based on sound waves coming out of somebody's mouth and impacting our ear, suddenly an image forms inside of us, and we know exactly what it is. We're in agreement, in other words. We, we all ascend to that place. And so words create images, and faith moves on images. You know the story, Abraham went outside and saw the stars. So when faith meditates on images enough, faith will speak. I mean, all faith will speak, but, but there's a threshold of faith. You can't just hear a scripture one time and say, well, I'm in full faith for that, any more than you can take a three-year-old that can go out and build a fence. It's just not going to happen. It's got to have some time. So... Uh, uh, then you have to take it that you cannot have. I cannot have anything that I'm unwilling to speak and unwilling uh, to see. I have to be able to see it 
before I can have it. So if you have a dream, but you don't know what that dream is, oh, yeah, I got a dream. It's just I'll have money everywhere, and I'll just be married to this thing, and I'll have this. But you hadn't seen it. You don't know where it is, what it is. Well, then you, you're, you're kind of like I am in the grocery store. Someone's pointed to you and say, the marshmallows are over on aisle 10. But, you know, there's a lot of groceries on aisle 10. Yeah, and sometimes they hide them. They do. They put the marshals behind the, the, the canned uh, tomatoes, and there's no way I'm finding them. But, but it points us. But if you get specific and find out by praying it out like we did, or by just meditating, just listening to God during a, uh, a time where the anointing is there, where the words are coming out, it sets an atmosphere. Everybody in here likes to go to the beach not because we had never seen water or we don't know what sand is, but because it puts an atmosphere around us that we like. We go to the mountains. What, what are we for? It's trees? There's trees all over Tuscaloosa. You want a hammock? Well, get you one and put it in the backyard. It's the atmosphere. And so faith needs an atmosphere. Words need an atmosphere. What is that atmosphere? It's an image inside. How do you get that? Well, it's not by looking at the world because they're, they're doing without they're having a hard time. Matthew 8, 8 says, The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that thou shalt come under my roof. Look, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. What the Lord Jesus had said in the past, the centurion heard and allowed an image to be formed that says his words will change my life. In this case, his centurion. And so he challenged the Lord, if you will speak it, it will happen. Wow. You go, well, that's kind of this and that. That's exactly how it works. So the time lapse is up to us. If you're a knucklehead and you just sit there and say, well, I don't believe, I don't believe, and I think it's this, and I can explain this away. Well, you're going to go with that a long time. But if you're like the centurion that says, I want to believe, I'm in, I'm not a naysayer saying I think healing must have passed away or sometimes God doesn't or the, he, his wisdom, he knows what to do and it's not. If you're one of those, you'll never have anything. But if you say, here am I, send me, I believe. Lord, help my unbelief. Then you can go there and it's all based on the image. It's not based, listen, it's not based on faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word where you just read it and... Read it and then read it and say, okay, got my 10 chapters in. That's not it. It's meditation in order to form an image, and the image then will speak. What will it speak? It'll speak creation. It'll speak creation. You'll have what you speak that you saw that you heard. So it's a process, and it works every time. So uh, the Lord Jesus said, go thy way as you have believed, so it be done unto you. And this is always the end of believing words. Go thy way as you have, as you have believed, so it will be done unto you. That is the exact always, they lived happily ever after, end of the story, for everything that we believe. Go thy way. As you have believed, so it shall be done unto you. Believing words always end up like this. So if you have been working on something and it hadn't happened, 
then either you're not speaking or we're not speaking believing words. Can it be anything else? Can it be, well, this person wouldn't give me a raise. You know, he, he doesn't like me. And I, this, this job over here got away from me. Or ah, It's not. It's the end of all things right there. Uh, turn with me, if you would, to uh, Matthew chapter 14. I love this story. And since I get to pick them out... <laughs> But Sunday, I didn't get to pick any out. Last Wednesday, it just went right by me. Chapter 14, verse 28. Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. Look, look. If it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, come. What did he say, come? He said, come. He said, I bid thee to come to me on the water. Is that right? By saying come, he was saying Ditto, or I affirm that. Uh, that. That's what he was saying. So, uh, and when Peter was come down out of the ship, look, he walked on the water. Jesus bid him because Peter said, if you bid me, I will come. I, I will step out of the boat and I will come. And the word said, Jesus said, I bid you come. And the word says, Peter came out of the boat and he walked on the water. So there it was. So if he says, by his stripes you're healed, and you say, Lord, if, if, if you want to heal me, bid me come. He'll say, by my stripes you were healed. That's saying, I bid you come. I, I bid you to be healed. And we should step out of whatever boat it is and come. Simple. It's so simple. So it's easy. I like this. It's easy for a believer. I'm a believer. You're a believer. It's a... It's easy for a believer to do one thing. Believe. We're, we're, we're the experts at that. We're the masters at that. Whether it's spoken, the Lord speaks to you in your heart or in a scripture or in a prophetic word, or then it's easy for you to believe it. It's not hard. Say it with me. It's not hard. It's not hard to believe. Well, why don't we believe? Because we have thought it was hard. But it's not hard. If you, come, if you come ready to receive, if you come in with an attitude that says, today's my day. Well, that's what you said last week. It was my day. And I'm here because that was my day, and today's my day to receive what I need. Well, what do you need? Well, I have been meditating. I've been listening, hearkening to the Word, and there's some things that now I am seeing, but I need to see clearly. Today is my day to see clearly. I will have pieces of the puzzle put into my image that will complete it like a puzzle, and I will have it, because then I'll speak it. Faith speaks. Now, the head can speak, but it's empty, it's idle, it's barren, it's unemployed. Those words are like clouds without rain. But if you put the word in and meditate it and meditate it into an image, that image will speak. Because it's what you see. We see and then we say. We say what we see. That's why there's so much fear in the world, like uh, Melissa ministered to us the other night. So, let's get this. A spoken word or a heard word, should be said, creates an image. 
And it is the operating system of God, period. If you're looking for something where you can climb every mountain and you can be good and you can be real sorry for things you've done and you can promise God I'll be better and I won't, I won't smoke that and drink that and I won't cuss that or whatever people do, you're not in the operating system of God. It's trying to, maybe it's like trying to put Apple software into a, a DOS system or whatever they do. It's just like it all looks the same, but it's not going to jive. It's not going to go. So the kingdom of God, the word of God, will only speak the truth. So if I can get the truth, if they say black dog, black mama dog, black mama dog crawling under the fence going to the neighbor's, if they tell me that, I can see that exactly. I, matter of fact, just saying that, I have a picture. Do y'all see that picture right there? I mean, it's, she's under the fence. And we're, we're going after them. Get back, Daisy. Get back in here. <laughs> and uh, so if we see that word like that, then that will speak. I don't hear much speaking out there in the kingdom. I listen to a lot of folks. Not much speaking. Well, I'm believing but believing speaks. You go, well, how do, how do I speak? You don't have to learn it. Faith speaks on its own. What does it speak? It speaks whatever you've been meditating. The image you have inside is what's talking. It's not what's going on around you. It's not what they said couldn't be done. It's not how you were raised or what you didn't have. The image is speaking. So we have to polish up the image. If you say, well, our family never had anything, we never did anything, and Daddy told me I'd never do anything. Well, if you have that image, you will absolutely follow that out. Okay, yay. Now, Matthew 6.31, it says, Jesus said, take no thought. If you look up the uh, thought there, the word thought in the Greek, the word actually means anxious thought. So he said, take no anxious thought, saying... Now, why did he say that? He goes on and says, what shall we wear, what shall we drink, and what shall we put on? Why is that contrary, that particular thing, take no th anxious thoughts saying, what shall we wear? Because in Psalm 23, what does it say? The Lord's my shepherd, I shall not want. So it is against the word. Not only are we not just putting the word in, it's against the word to say, it looks bad. Don't have enough. It's going, to be, it's going to be tight this week. It's going to, the Lord's my shepherd, I shall not want. So his, his word is having to get past our words. And guess what? Our words always win. Always. Amen. So I'm sharpening up my words. But actually, I can't even sharpen them up. I have to sharpen up what goes in and forms my words. I have to change the image, and I do that by the Word of God. That's why we come to church, is to give the Lord an atmosphere, the beach or the trees or wherever you go, Grand Canyon, a, a place where we settle down, take our mind off all our troubles. Isn't that what the beach and what the, the mountains are for? Is to, we, for whatever reason, we, we settle down and we hear things. I've never left town that I didn't come back with a bunch why is that? Was the Lord in the mountains? Well, I guess he was, but it was because everything else was here. And when I left here, 
I was able to see what was out there for me that was here, but I couldn't see it because the atmosphere was cluttered. Y'all know about cluttered atmospheres? Kids and work and, 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 and all that's going on. Um, I won't say the clock is my enemy, but definitely. I, I <laughs> so faith always stops at the question mark. Let's say that. The question mark. So by his stripes you were healed. That's it. That's the end of it. But what if you say, yeah, but. There's a question mark right there. Faith is over. The image is destroyed. If it ever got built, it is tore down. Well, but my job, I need, I need $2,000 to pay my taxes and, 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 and. Faith always stops at the question mark. So we can have no questions. We have to say what it is or not say. Because the image is what we're protecting. It's the image what we're guarding. We are garrisoning about the image. That's why we can't be with everybody that wants to be with us. If you're weak or, or susceptible to that, people that are contrary to what you're forming in the image, and they come around you and start pulling in their own life, pulling down your image, then you've got to rebuild. It's better just to go out to Chick-fil-A and eat a happy chicken sandwich and come home than to be with some people. I know y'all don't understand that, but anyway. So whosoever shall say, uh, who shall ever say, uh, let me, let me, uh-oh, I lost it. I'm sorry I lost it. And here I got it. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast in the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but believeth those things which he saith. So there you have the image. The believeth is the image inside. In other words, we're in agreement with the image. We're not contrary. We're not in the morning we're saying one thing. In the afternoon we saw something. We heard something. We reassessed something. And we're saying something else. Shall believe those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have what he saw come to pass. Because what he saw is speaking. So if he saw it, he spoke it. And unless he gets into a contrary situation where his faith is fragile, and they talk him out of it, they talk, the situation talks you out of it, then you'll have whatsoever you saith. Do not be weary in well-doing, for you shall reap if you faint not. You shall have what you say if you don't faint. I can do that. Y'all, we can do that. We'll have to adjust, but life is always an adjustment. If it's nothing but change, it's that. We can adjust, and I can focus. I can, I can uh, put myself in a place where I believe only His Word, because everything else has got failure. Uh, I'm going to show y'all something. And then we'll just, we'll just come back next week and do number 11. <laughs> okay, here I've got water. I colored it because, well, I don't know why I colored it. I just colored it. So here's the principle. This pencil, it's a small pencil, so it'd be like my mouth. If I stir this water, the pencil cuts through the water, and the water stays static. It stays like it was. 
Nothing changes. The pencil gets wet, but nothing changes that. So if I stir a little easily, come back and stir again, nothing happens. My situation, if I just believe a little and just exercise for a short time, nothing happens. But if I stay on it, if I don't faint, then the water or the world or the situation conforms to my pencil or my faith. So much so that if I take the pencil out, it's still turning. After I'm finished, it still turns. So I got to keep stirring until it'll go off on its own, until it manifests, until it's revealed. Otherwise, if you just dab it in there and say, I'm in faith. I'm dabbing it in there. I'm in faith. I'm in faith. No, you're not, because you hadn't turned the situation by what you see and what you say. You're not giving a chance. We're, I say you. I'm talking about all of us. We're not giving a chance. So we, let me see. Uh, so the, the situation will take root, and suddenly it will do things after we take the pencil out. It will take on a form or a, uh, or a nature that is, that is in agreement with what happened. It will like to keep going even after I take the pencil out. Or if I take my faith off it and go to something else, it will stay. Now, every once in a while, I'll have to come back in and stir it, won't I? Yeah. I have to keep it going. By his stripes I was healed. Keep it going. But it's turning. It's turning without me stirring. So we can have it. So that's what we're doing. We're winning. So we're going to say what God says in, that's contrary to what we see. And we're going to limit what we see. Uh, the word says in Romans... Well... It does say in Romans that uh, to pay attention to that which is simple. Some people think, and I, I certainly used to, that I wanted to be aware of evil. I wanted to understand evil so I could stay away from it. So you would watch things and hear things and do things because you were acquainting yourself with evil. You didn't want to be naive or innocent thinking that once we had mastered the opposition, then we would be able to conquer it. But it always, evil always outdoes good if it's, if it's not empowered. And so the evil overtakes people. You can't dabble with it. It says, be not unequally yoked with unbelievers. They'll overpower you. Because they're constant. Evil is constant. But we're not constant. We want to be, but we have to keep ourselves stirred up because this flesh tries to drag us off and tries to say things based on what we see. We're reactors. As humans, as mortals, we see and we say. So we have to be trained not to see what we say, but just quit seeing it. I'm going to see the image, what image? In the Word of God. So I'm going to have to, I'm not saying we have to draw aside. They say Creflo Dollar had a diagnosis, a severe diagnosis a few years ago, and he locked himself away for eight days. I don't know if y'all have heard that, or, but said he came out in eight days and he won. 
whatever it takes. So he locked himself away. In other words, he didn't go talk to anybody or anything. He locked himself away. So we've got to say what God says despite the resistance. There is resistance. That pencil had to be, the water was resisting the pencil until the pencil won and was actually flowing with the water. It was keeping up and there wasn't much resistance. So we're, not, we're on track, but don't get weary in well-doing because your faith is working. It's growing, it's increasing, it's excluding everything that's contrary to it, and you're winning. But just don't think, well, gosh, I, 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 they laid hands on me last week. Where is it? Well, now there is the gifts of the Spirit, and we ought to have that. There is the anointing. We ought to have that. But we've got to mix, we gotta mix faith with our life. So don't be thinking, I, got, I need somebody to pray for me. Well, when you were young and little and innocent, you did. And I'm not saying don't get prayer. I am not saying that. But I'm not, I am saying don't just get prayer and then say, well, that, got that fixed. Let's, let's go somewhere. Let's go do something. Because that's not how it works. You've got to stir the water until it goes. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.